This episode is brought to you by Sourcewell, the industry-leading business development and headhunting platform. I'm a Sourcewell user myself, and it's been an absolute game-changer when it comes to crafting personalised outreach. It's not only quick and easy, but you can tap into custom variables, automate follow-ups, and use multiple channels like the phone, LinkedIn, email, and more to accelerate results. Users report an average increase of 56% in qualified response rates, and when you're using it, it's easy to see why. AI-powered tools like Content Coach and Whale GPT improve your chances of not ending up in spam, something that's become increasingly challenging with Google's recent deliverability changes. It also tracks all of your activity into your CRM, keeps your data clean and lets you know who you need to reach out to and when so you can spend more time on what you're good at, recruiting, not admin. So if you're serious about being the best at what you do, join me and thousands of recruiters who have chosen Sourcewell to revolutionize their outreach approach. Book a demo with Sourcewell and mention the Recruitment Mentors podcast to enjoy an extra 50 phone and 50 email credits per user. And this exclusive offer will save you circa £500 and more. And it's only available until March the 31st. So you can click the link in the episode description or you can head to sourcewell.com forward slash demo. This episode is brought to you by Firefish, the recruitment CRM that accelerates data-driven growth. They have just released their 2024 Recruitment Agency Report. Based on insights from over 200 agency leaders, the report offers unbelievable insights into forecasts for the year ahead, enabling you to refine your strategy based on data rather than intuition. Here are some of the stats I personally found interesting from the report. Although industry optimism has declined for the third year in a row, growth signals remain positive with 84% of agency leaders expecting year-on-year sales growth this year. 47% of agency leaders plan to use a contingency recruitment model in 2024, and 70% of agencies plan to use social sourcing as their main candidate attraction strategy in 2024. You can access your free copy of the report and start making data-driven decisions about your business by clicking the link in the show notes. And whilst you're there, if you wanted to check out how Firefish could help your business grow this year, they very kindly offered a unique offer to our community, the Recruitment Mentors podcast, that's going to save you up to £1,000. And this offer is only available until March the 31st. You can click the link in the episode description, and you can also head to firefishsoftware.com forward slash RMP. Like when I was about to speak with you when we had our prep call, mm. I was like, I need to see if I can like have a bit of a joke with you. I need to see if I can find some form of a common ground because once I can, that wall's broken down. And I think we got chatting and we're talking about like going for a drink in the culture of recruitment. And then we got about lucky, you know, talking about the beer, lucky saint, mm. you know, and I was like, there we go. Like we found it, yeah. you know, and in recruitment, if you can find an ability when it comes to a relationship. You call calling a commercial leader, right, who's had so many of those calls. What's going to make you different? Find something on their profile, personalise it, get in there and find something that will make them laugh or it's relatable. You know, mm. that's what I'm good at. I, I can speak, I can pretty much speak to anyone. And if I can make them laugh pretty quickly, I know I'm, I know I'm, I'm in there, you know? Yeah. Should we get into that then? Because I, I wanted to ask you about first year. It, may, it makes sense too, right? But... We've ended up here, so let's, so let's do it, right? Yeah. Let's get granular on cold calling. Let's do it. Because I think, I don't know what you think. Obviously, you, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
the types of people that you recruit are salespeople or no? Yeah, it's the go-to-market commercial function. Yeah, but like for me, my personal opinion right now is if you're capable and willing to have the courage to cold call, build that muscle, you have a competitive advantage personally because a lot of people aren't willing to pick up the phone don't have don't have the courage right yeah so so let's go granted on this and you can draw on maybe why don't i'll start with this what do you think your cold calls sounded like early on compared to how they sound like now what the main difference is yeah yeah so my sales approaches change i think back in the day i would have so there's little things that changed instead of me calling you and being like hi is that hisham i'd be like hisham okay yeah, speaking. Excellent, Hisham. Good morning. <laughs> Lucky you, it's a Monday morning. You're getting a cold call. What a great way to start the day. Immediately laugh. Mm-hmm. Listen, my name's Sophie Niven. I'm a headhunter. This is a cold call. All right. But if you literally just got a few minutes, I just want to get a bit of advice from you. People love helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, You know, we won't go into the objection handling. I'm going into a meeting. I'm like, why'd you answer the phone then? Well, I thought you might have been someone for my kids. Okay. Can I just ask you the question? And then we'll we'll <laughs> yeah. do that. You know what I mean? So don't sell immediately. Like if you were a client and I was learning about you, I'm not going to be like, before I even learn anything about you, I'm mm. just going to talk about myself and pitch my business. No, they don't really care. What they want to know is, these are the problems that I have. What's your solution? So mm. I used to start off with the pitch. So and like, can I have 30 seconds of your time? It's Sophie. Um, I'm a headhunter. And they're just like, no. And put the phone down. So you'd say why, so you'd do all that and then ask for 30 seconds? Make them laugh. Right. I'm telling you, it's the secret sauce. When you say like, also Friday's the best day to do cold calling, you know, yeah. and at the moment in France, the market I'm on, everyone's on holiday, so in a great mood. Hopefully they've got an April spritz in the hand and they're like, go on, what have you got to say? <laughs> you know? But yeah, like don't sell too quickly. Mm. Learn, because whatever the issues you're facing are, that will be the power that then I have, mm. I hear that you're frustrated. Like, I understand you've been working with an agency and it's you've been trying to fill this position for eight months. That must be really hard for you. From a revenue perspective, like you must be losing a lot of money. Whatever they say, use it in your power and mm. flip it back. Well, actually, you know, we have a 95% completion rate with all our candidates, whereas the industry average is 60. Oh, and how do you do that? Oh, it's funny you ask. And then go in like mm. that, you know? Right, let's, let's break this down a sec. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, because because uh, no, like <laughs> I know I can tell how passionate you are, and, and I absolutely love this. So, firstly, just interested. The typical context of the people you're calling, interested to hear that. Are you typically calling people that you know are hiring? Are you typically calling people that you found out are hiring for your candidate network? What's like the typical context of the people that you're calling out of interest? So, go to market is pre-sales, sales customer success, marketing and partnerships. So for example, just to make it easy, there's a business that I want to get into and I'll find the VP of sales in one of the locations that I cover, find his or her's number and then call. Right, okay. So it's not necessarily your... Because a lot of people, a lot of recruiters are mainly just doing BD calls to people that they know that are hiring, but you're just targeting people that are in your patch that you know... I mean, I'm on my phone here Mm. because I want people to be able to look over this and stop it and just be like, right, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to fire some of the things that I do because I really enjoy 
the business development side. After your first year, once you found your, your niche and your area, mine was building out sales teams in France. Really enjoyed that. You, you get an understanding of the market, right? Who are my tier one businesses? The, the companies that I really want to get into that are shit hot. Who are my tier two businesses that are still great, but maybe they're quite big. Maybe they have a big internal team. I probably might not be able to get in there. I know a lot of agencies work on it, tier it. And then from all these tier one businesses in your space, mine is like e-commerce and MarTech. I'll then go through each company and I'll speak to candidates there. How many are open to work? If there's a lot open to work, I wonder why. Speak to them, find out. Okay, that's information, cool. Speak to all the commercial leaders, anyone that's relevant, and start to reach out to them. Mm. And there's so many things that you can think of. They might be hiring. Someone might have left. You might also know that their chief revenue officer is open to work. Speak to him or her, find out why, and then do a reverse headhunt and send someone into him. Yeah. Or, because there's such small businesses that we're working with, I've noticed that you don't have a head of solution engineering, a head of pre-sales, and I can see you growing your sales team. So when's that going to happen? And it's that detailed approach, and they're like, you've actually taken the time to have a look into the structure of our business and even foresee what you think we might need. That's a good recruiter. And that's why I get clients on. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Okay, that, that really helps then because you've, you've got a targeted approach, tier one, tier two. Love that. So let's just break this down then because I know there's things that you want to share and I think a lot of people could benefit. So I'm a tier one client. You might have spoken to a couple of people in my organization, found out some interesting information. It might be that you're due to get funding or like they've raised their targets, which means it likely means they're going to need more salespeople, wherever it may be. Let's just go through how you're finding yourself typically get the most out of these calls. And right now, if I'm a tier one client, how are you opening it up? <laughs> so, I mean, we're in a successful place if I've got a meeting with you first and foremost, because that's the hardest bit, isn't it? Mm. So, Well, we haven't got a meeting though. Oh, right. So you found out information about me. I'm in your tier one list. Okay. You're so like, you're right. the VP of sales. Yeah, I'm the VP of sales. and you might, But you might have done what you just did. De- like, how pro- do I get you? So or... if you called me, yeah, we want to know how you would go about, you know, approaching that call. Yeah. There's so many things. So a ballsy one yeah. is there was a business that I spoke to the other week where I noticed that a lot of their team in France was open to work. And that's something that they can't see. This is on LinkedIn, right? On LinkedIn. And I call the VP of sales. And also we work with a lot of businesses that are incredibly relevant for them. I was in a a powerful position here. You know, I had a few legs to stand on, right? Mm -hmm. Called him up. I did my spiel. What was the spiel? What I said to you just before, like... So so how did you open it up? So I didn't... I was going to say generic French name then. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Guillaume or something, it'll be... Okay. Sophie Niven here from 2B. We're actually connected on LinkedIn. This is what I'll do. We actually connected on LinkedIn about 15 minutes ago. And do you know what I thought I would do? Instead of like hiding behind a message and saying it's great to connect, I thought I'd give you a call. Your number's on your profile. And they're like, oh, thank you, Sophie. That's that's really nice of you. I appreciate that. Listen, I know you know the drill here. Like you're a VP of sales. You, you, you've led commercial teams. You know this is a cold call. But I'm going to ask you a really direct question here and I hope you don't mind. Okay. You know, what is it? So we work with X, Y, and Z, okay? We've been doing this for 10 years. I know that we actually work with one of your direct competitors. We filled this, this amount of roles in this amount of time. So already they're like, okay, relevant talent. You know what you're doing. Mm. You've got social proof here. I've noticed that, I don't know, half of your commercial team is open to work. 
and I've actually spoken to a few of them and I know the reasons why they're looking to leave. And from a revenue perspective, that's not great for you, is it? And sometimes they can be like, whoa, like, who are you to say that, right? <laughs> yeah, I respect that. I won't always do this, but this was a big company and I wanted to get into them. You know, the, the defence comes up and like, you know, well, you know, my team's very happy, thank you very much. And It's like, it's okay, we can resurrect this. But the average tenure now, like the industry average of candidates that are getting placed is 18 to 24 months. And ours is, it's to be precise, it's three years and nine months, but it's just shy of four years. So, and also our time to hire is quick in comparison to other people. So you're saving a lot of time, you're saving a lot of revenue and money being spent. And it also means that the candidates are being placed into your business. There's a longevity, which is less churn and less turnover, which is a happy business, happy money. We're growing, we're flying. This is what I can do for you. And he was like, all right, let's set it up then. Set up a meeting. Yeah, let's do it. Because, excuse my language, but I'm not talking bollocks. Mm. And that took me weeks of speaking to a lot of people within that team to get that information to be risque enough to actually yeah. say it. What I, I wouldn't always suggest doing that, though. You've got no, to really know. Yeah, we're talking... No, that's a great example, because what I absolutely love about that, I literally did a post about it this week. Like, we're in the world of training recruiters, right? So I often see things that recruiters do, don't do. And that example that you just gave there, so many recruiters will not be using their track record or their company's track record mm. to, like, back up what they say. So what I absolutely love about there is all of the references of like, hey, we've done this for you. Uh, we've done this for your competitor. We've done this. I'm even going to give you some important stats that you should know about. Our time to hire is this and these things. So many people don't do that. And they're so, I don't know if you had that, you were approached like that from the beginning or that's happened over time. But most people would approach that type of call to say, you should be speaking to me because I'm a specialist. I only speak to people like you all the time, blah, blah, blah. And would never then mention like the social proof that you added. Mm. That's it's like so a health powerful. Check. Health check on an account, basically. You're diagnosing the issue here, you know. And like it's true. If if I, there was like quite a few of them spoke to that they've like I've got an offer and I'm going to take it. Like people are genuinely leaving your business. Like I can, what I can't do is I can't stop them. But mm. what I can do is I can make sure that if you if you partner with us as an agency, I've got a pretty high chance of the talent that we secure in your business are going to stay. Mm. And I can talk you through like how we do that, a lot of that is our approach and methodology. Like, we're so detailed. We're, like, we're, we're not corporate. We're fun to work with. Like, you can probably gauge mm. what the team's like anyway. When we take a briefing, it's, like, at least an hour long. And it's not just learning the parameters of a role. It's, like, understanding you. Like, if I was hiring for your business, mm. I'm just gauging what you're like as a person, culturally, what mm. I think you would enjoy. Like, you know, you're a super sharp guy. You obviously, you want to have a sharp team, but you want them to be quite like kind of cool and, you know, and da, 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 and you start assessing someone from like a personality point of view. So we go through everything, make sure that we're super clear on what they want. And that's how we're able to get like the best talent. And that's why businesses like working with us because we can get people that other businesses simply can't. Like, I don't know if I can mention a company's name, so I won't, but there was, there's a company that we've just started recently working with in the payments industry, very well-known business. They've got their own in talent, like in-house team. They use an agency on three sales roles for nine months and they didn't place them. They've partnered with us. We've got like loads of people in the process. I think 
were almost ready to give offers out. And I think we've had it for like three weeks, four weeks. Mm. Unreal. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> you know.